0: Welcome to Coffee and Therapy, where we spill the tea on therapy-related topics, sip our favorite coffee, and share our expertise with parents, professionals, clinicians, and anyone who could benefit from a little therapy. Hello, and welcome back to an episode of Coffee and Therapy, today with just me, Alyssa. Hello. Hello. I wanted to come on here just alone to kind of catch up with you all about where we've been, where we're going. Don't worry, Coffee and Therapy is going to keep on keeping on. The reality of summer and fun and life has just really sunk in for all of us. So as you can see from the title of this episode, Stop shooting Yourself. We're really focusing on that of we have this beautiful podcast and things we want to do with it and information we desperately want to share with you all but we also know the realities of the world and we have to pick and choose what we do each day and it's been really hard to find the time for the four of us to get together so what you'll be hearing over the next Few weeks, maybe a couple months, are episodes with just some of us. So sometimes me and Courtney, Noah and Sarah, me and Sarah, Sarah Courtney. We've got all these fantastic combinations of ideas, of episodes we want to record, and we'll be having lots of guests on these Spro Sodes, these shorter Sodes, uh, to talk about their area of expertise and really dive in with them and we will have our full brews full pots of coffee with our roundtable team really soon i can't tell you everything that's been going on with everyone um but everyone is well everyone is safe i was away at grad school for a few weeks so i was learning and growing and traveling and in that time also exploring the world and exploring the depths of my brain and getting to meet new fantastic humans. And I think I really wanted to and got to soak up that opportunity. Um, Courtney has had some major life changes that I think we will do a Sproso just with her on. Um, so I'm not gonna tease all of those details right now. Noah is currently, as I'm recording this, uh, and it will come out, Pretty much in tandem with recording, because that's life right now, uh, is in Israel. And she is honoring the life of her grandmother who recently passed. So she's taking time to be there with her family. And I cannot wait to hear about travel and life abroad when she gets back. I'm sure that will be weaved into some episodes. And then Sarah and I are both here, so you'll probably be hearing our voices soon as well. Uh, And Sarah, you know, is being a mom of two kids in the summertime, and schedules have been a little crazy. So our hope is to release a few Sprosos each month and a few long-form episodes each month, ideally one episode a week alternating. So I'm going to set that goal for what I'd like to do, what I should do but I won't impose that on myself too, too hard. Um, There are shoulds and realities in this world of things. We have a long list of what we'd like to get to. I'm sure you're saying, Alyssa, how do I tackle those shoulds? How do I stop shitting myself? I think the first thing is really to understand your priorities and understand your why and understand your motivation. I feel like I've dropped the ball on the things I wanted to do with this podcast. And so many people tell me, I don't know how you do everything you do. And I feel like I'm still not doing enough. And that's the reality of this world is there's always more we can be doing, but there's also always less we can be doing. And I've talked about this on the podcast, but my goal is to optimize and automate my life so I can do less all the time. I want, oh my goodness, if you heard that, that's my dog who should be getting attention right now, miss, I guess. Um, I want to automate everything I can in my life so I can focus on my big whys, my big goals, and my needs, not just my shoulds. What does that look like? Uh, There's a financial component to it as well. I budget really, really hard. We're going to do an episode on budgeting as a therapist because the reality of being a music therapist, a social worker, a psychotherapist, a traditional talk therapist, any of the creative arts therapies is we don't make a lot of money and right now our world is really asking for more money and that's a should but also a need of our lives. So automating to get those shoulds out of the way so you can focus on your needs and your big wise is financially sometimes unachievable for everyone. And I totally understand that. But budgeting helps me do that, helps me have a cleaning company, you know, once a month or once every other month. It's at least something that gets a deep clean because I don't have the time to do that. I found new Meal delivery services, or I should say, food delivery services. Meal delivery services in my house are hard. I don't know if you have picky eaters, but I've got two people, and both of us have completely opposite tastes. Uh, so, food delivery services. So I don't have to go to the grocery store. Anything online order pickup. It takes a little extra time to set it up, but it can just be one thing off your list, and it can be one less stressor of I need. To do this, so you can focus on some of those shoulds that are these goals and things you want to do. I also think making lists is very helpful. An ongoing to-do list can be painful for some people. For me, if I'm not checking everything off all the time, I feel like a failure. I've changed this mindset because that's a shoulding mindset, right? Of I should be getting all of this done in a day. Why am I not? Well. First, let's talk about the list and then we'll talk about the why not. So on my list, instead of just having lengthy to-do lists that I just keep adding to and adding to, I have my need to-dos, my should-dos, and my would-if-I-could-dos. So my would-if-I-could-dos are like my dream-dos. When someone says something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be doing that right now. How do I go do that? That goes on my would if I could do list. And I keep these on my phone. I keep it in notes. I am not an Android user, but I am sure there's something comparable. It gets uploaded to the cloud. So when I get a new phone, bam, my notes are right there. And that's been really helpful is I can just go in and check things off as I go and delete them. And the would if I could do's, I look at them when I have the time and space. So it's there it's planted in the back of your mind, but I'm not shooting or wooding myself, right? I am, I'm keeping it in its own space. And when I have the time to evaluate it, I will. If I see a brilliant idea that I'm inspired by, I put that there. My should do's are the things that should be getting done and will really help me with my why, right? They're those things that live on the outer circle of what I need to do, but they don't impact the day to day, but they can allow the need to do's to happen more easily or for us to grow more exponentially, for us to do things more quickly in the long run. So those get placed on the should do's. And then your need to do's are what does need to happen now. Now, we're over asking of ourselves as well. It's not just stop shitting yourself. You can't keep asking yourself to do everything. It's not real. Yeah, Ray agrees. That is not real. We cannot do it all. Uh, I, I saw an article, who knows how long back, I'm sure some of you listening will be like, oh yeah, I remember seeing that, of we have the same hours in a day as Beyonce. No, we don't. We, we don't. We have the same physical 24 hours in a day Yes, that's, that's math, <laughs> that's science, that's the earth rotating around the sun, right? It's spinning in the universe, but it's not the same. Beyonce has a personal trainer, a nutritionist, a chef, a personal assistant, I am sure housekeepers, you name it, and also good for her. This isn't a, oh, woe is me, I'm not Beyonce, or oh, that's terrible. You go, Beyonce, you worked for that, you rock go forth and absorb all of those wonderful things. But that eliminates other time. Her clothes are picked out for her by her stylist. That is time she didn't have to spend about thinking about it. Her clothes are done in the laundry and folded. I couldn't tell you the last time I folded laundry because I don't have the time to sit down and do it, unfortunately. I've made a system that I can live out of and keeps my house organized. That's the reality of just into the dirty clothes bin, into the clean clothes bin. And I pick from there, but all of these things are eliminating extra decision-making time. And she can focus on her need to do's and all of those should do's are out of the way for her. And those should do's are need to do's for us. I can't go to work in dirty clothes. That would be unacceptable in my job. Does it happen? I am certain it has, and I'm sure families are understanding and forgiving, but I have to smell appropriate. I have to dress appropriate. I have to come prepared to sessions. And that makes those things that are should do's for someone else need to do's for us. So when you're like, why can't I do everything X, Y, and Z person do? You don't know they're behind the scenes. You don't know the systems they've automated. You don't know what kind of support they're paying for to live in this world of us. That is truly just asking too much, asking too much of our time and too much of our brains. Unfortunately, we can't change that. The world we're in is the reality of the world we're in. And if you've listened to previous episodes, which I really hope you have, if you're like Alyssa's just talking to me. Who's Alyssa? Feel free to hit the rewind button. Go listen to some previous podcasts. Uh, But my research is in executive function, skill work, and understanding how the highest level parts of the brain are organizing, planning, decision-making, problem-solving. That's all of these things we're talking about right now. Every day, we're constantly making decisions. We're constantly problem-solving. We're constantly demonstrating cognitive flexibility and working memory. We're evaluating these to-do lists, and that is really taxing on our brain. You're asking the highest parts of your brain to be in operation at all times. And that's not necessarily how our brains were intended to work. It's how our brains are evolving, but it's also why we're seeing more and more executive dysfunction, more and more support needs needed for executive function skills, because the level of things you have to do in a day are truly unreasonable for your brain. But the flip side of that coin is, but we have to do them. So how do we do them? And systems can be really helpful if you struggle with that. I am sure we will have an episode that's all on executive function systems because that's my favorite thing. But also stop, make your priorities and allow yourself the space to sacrifice some of those shoulds and focus on the needs and focus on your why. Because it's you're never going to do it all. And if you're comparing yourself to someone on the social media highlight reel, that's not a reality. What you're seeing isn't what's happening behind the scenes. So you have to sit and prioritize what's realistic for what we're doing. The the reality of this world is continuing to change. And as a therapist and as someone who specializes in this really complex brain structures it's a little mind-blowing to me how much further we're going to go right like Moana of pushing ourselves to be doing everything all the time with very minimal breaks and vacation and asking our brain to operate that way I don't know how much more we can do without truly sort of brain accessing medication. If you've seen the movie Limitless or the TV show spinoff of that, um, it kind of taps into those neural networks where there's a myth that we only use 10% of our brain and that's not true, but our brain does uh, go into efficiency modes at different parts of the day and for different tasks. So we're only using some of our brains, some of the time and Limitless allowed you to access more parts for more consistent amount of times. I I truly don't know how we're going to move forward with what our world's expecting of us without something like that. Uh, And I'm not necessarily condoning (laughs) that. I don't know the ramifications or the scientific studies that would be with um, some sort of optimizing medication like that, but we can't do it. And I think Giving yourself the space and understanding to know that it stops here, you you have to stop expecting that of yourself. It is unfair to you, and it has been unfair to all of us for a really, really long time. We're also a podcast of women. I know we do have a male listener base. I can see the demographics. Thank you, listeners, for being here, for sticking with us through these tumultuous times of uncertainty of podcast recording, because life happened and we can't do it all. Uh, But women have this unconscious, really ingrained mentality that we are constantly having to prove ourselves, right? Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a working mom, a a single mom, a non-mom like me, I'm the non-parent on the podcast. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to prove and to fight and to show society our worth. And sadly, the reality of that fight hasn't ended. I I wish it had, but also we can't fight that battle constantly either. It's not fair to us. Oh my gosh, that's making Ray sad. I know, you're a woman too. We can't put that pressure. Stop shitting yourself for I should be doing this as a mom or I should be doing this as a woman or I should be in this place. Now, if you should be in that place, And you are unfairly not put in that place because you're a woman. Okay, fight, burn it down, go forth, but not literally, not literally, but not these unconscious expectations we put on ourselves, try to sit and really be aware of why am I saying that to myself? Why am I shitting myself in this moment and how else could I look at it or what could I do? to stop because it's unrealistic, unfair and it's just going to cause you pain and unhappiness. As we reintegrate into the world in this post-covid but still covid era, I always feel leery saying post-covid. There there won't really be a life post-covid. Covid will be an element that we deal with for a long time. But a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I've got no time. Well, it's because for two plus years, we sacrificed a whole chunk of our balance. If you've listened to the Work-Life Balancing Act, we have three buckets we mostly pour into day to day. And this is executive functioning too. When you're choosing which bucket to activate when and which you're going to devote more time to, you have social, personal, and then your your family, familial, is can be part of that or be a sub group in that bucket because personal time could be alone time and work time, professional time. So social, personal, professional, and every day you're pouring into these buckets. And that's sort of the to-do list as well of need to do's, should do's, what if I could do's. You could also make lists of social do's, personal do's, professional do's, should yourself in a different direction. Should I be focusing on me because it's been a really hard week at work? Should I be giving time to my family and time to my dog who is being very needy right now, which you hear on the podcast a lot? Should I work on this project because it's due next week and I can make it a need to do next week, but then I'm going to have no social or personal time? And that's okay. Our buckets cannot constantly be balanced. I do an activity with my clients, with the individuals I work with in my executive function groups, where we make the list of things we do in a day and we pour into buckets, literal visual buckets of social, personal, and then for them, school if they're in school or work if they're in work. And we can see that today, these buckets are unbalanced. Tomorrow, they might not be. The next day, they might be in complete imbalance. And that's okay. Instead of shooting yourself on one, should yourself in a direction that's going to serve you a little more. Should I go move my body so I feel good? For me, that's a big should that needs to become a need. But I also know I can optimize and be healthy in other ways and try to do that. But find that direction that's really going to fulfill you a little more, and take that pressure off you. Our brains need a break. We can't do it all, and that's okay. If the plate falls, life will go on. We talked about in hmm, one of the first episodes different types of plates. So we're all juggling a million things in the day. But is it a china plate? Is it a Mir- Miramar? <laughs> That's a place. That's not the plate. You know the ones I'm talking about, the ones from Target that are like plasticky plates, but they're sturdy and kind of silicone. I love those because I am a bad person at holding plates so they don't break. Is it one of those plates that's going to fall? Is it a paper plate? What can we drop so we stop shitting ourselves and we give ourselves the space to actually succeed in our needs? I think that can be a really purposeful way to look at it because it's not just how do I do this, but why am I doing this? And hopefully that can point you to the how. So I always have a lot of rambly things, but I hope this was concise and short. Your main takeaways for stop shitting yourself, number one, find those optimization systems that you can financially afford or physically complete with your capacity and put those into place so that you don't have to do it all. Find those systems and things that you can let go of to make time for the things that you need to do and that really drive your why. And if you're having a hard time doing that, take away two, make those lists of I need to do, I should do, and I would if I could do. That way you're not just having forever ongoing And for your need-to-dos, I would recommend what I do is separate them into the week of and the month of. Because if you put something on your task list for one day and you don't accomplish it and you have that all-or-nothing mindset, which I do, full transparency, then I go, oh, the day is ruined. And it's not. (laughs) It's just one thing that probably can get done tomorrow and we'll get it done in the week of that's a really great way to set yourself up for success and not should yourself into doing that thing um and your third takeaway is to somehow internalize in your unconscious that we're all being asked to do too much and that's reality and we're figuring it out but it's not you it's the expectations And sometimes we can't shift those, sometimes we can't change those, but it's not a reflection of your amazingness, your ability, your capacity, your opportunity at all. Stop shitting yourself into what some other system has created for you and know that we're all operating within that and you're not alone no one's perfect, no one does it all alone, I should say. And if you can find that team of support, I think that will really ease the burden that this world has placed on you. I really hope those tips were helpful and that you can take some time this week, especially with, I know we're back to school here and uh, most families are. So if you're a therapist working in schools, you're a teacher working in schools, Much patience and much uh, support to you. Parents who are navigating those murky waters this year. So much love and support to you as well. And we have a lot of expectations we set on ourselves, our children, for the school year. And it's okay if those have to be flexible because they're shoulds, they're not needs. We set expectations before we see the reality and that's okay. And we can flex those. To our why and to what's really gonna best support ourselves and the people that we're serving. So I wish you the best of luck and a wonderful, wonderful week ahead. We've got some incredible episodes coming up, so make sure you subscribe, follow, check us out on Instagram. We're going to be doing some listener Q and A's soon, so if you want to ask us a question, slide in our, into our DMs on Coffee and Therapy on Instagram. Or email us, coffeeandthera tea at gmail.com. And we'll be back again very soon for another episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to Coffee and Thera Tea. Keep the conversation flowing and follow us over on Instagram at Thera tea. Questions, thoughts, ideas? Email us, coffeeandthera tea at gmail.com can't wait for you to listen in again soon.